We create space to breathe easy. Black Girl Known promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. Hey, y'all, it's Lauren Ash and Dion Ivory. And thanks for listening to the Black Girl Known Podcast. Dion. Lauren. <laughs> y'all, we literally just touched down from Atlanta and Literally, Chicago. yes. Like, like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> or two. Um, had an amazing weekend in Atlanta with just a lot of dope black women. So that's where we're at right now. We're feeling positive. Yes, feeling radiant. Just feeling like black magic. You know, it was just a whole bunch of chocolate. It was just great. <laughs> it was just such a great time. I really enjoyed it, and I will be back in Atlanta. So thank you, guys. Yes, Southern vibes are just a very particular type of yes energy. Vibe. Yes. Yeah, so it was great. Um, we're really excited, as we hinted on our last episode, we're going to be exploring some topics that we didn't get a chance to explore last season. Mm-hmm. One of them is skin care. Yes, which we know a lot of you guys are super excited about, because I am. Yes. Yeah. And, well, that's not why they're excited about oh. it. <laughs> they're excited about it. Probably for similar reasons, though, as you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like also, like, that whole, like, black don't crack thing, there is so much truth to that. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned getting older, and not that I'm old, you know, I'm 29 years old if, any, if no one knows. But I keep on hearing, like, all this stuff about preventative, you know, um, skin care. Right. Just like preventative self-care, right? Like making sure that you're taking care of yourself for the long haul before, not even wrinkles. I honestly don't care about wrinkles that much. Um, but before, um, you know, you see other issues arise or, you know, heaven forget, forbid skin cancer or, um, you know, hormone, hormonal um, skin issues, um, you know, all these problems, right? So, yeah, a lot of our listeners, like us, are interested in skincare because, well, Dion, why are you interested? Well, for one, I am going through some ridiculous, awful hormonal acne, and um, I've been trying to diagnose myself, trying to figure out, you know, what are the causes um, of it, because I had perfect skin before I turned 25, and then, like, four months into being 25, my skin just kind of went crazy, and I was like, what the heck is going on? Um, And so, I mean, I've tried a lot of products. I've tried, you know, um, cutting dairy from my diet and other things that aren't good for your skin. And, I mean, some things work, some things don't, but I don't really know what I'm doing. So I don't know if things are working or if they aren't working. Um, And I just, I need an expert to come in and, like, you know, to educate me on skin because I feel like I'm not educated on that. Because for so long I didn't take care of it. It was just something that was, I was just naturally glowing. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. um, That Texas sun. That Texas sun, absolutely. (laughs) Melanin just popping. So, I mean, I'm happy to have Sarat on the show so that she can educate our listeners because every woman wants to know hey how can I glow like when I see certain people like Sophia Rowe or Nikisha um, or Alex L I'm like y'all are just levitating right now like what are you doing so I just want to know more about skincare and I would say too for those listening who look at you and say you have beautiful skin you do but I also understand that you look at it and know like right I there are other things that I could be doing to make it even more pop and more beautiful. absolutely so yeah um I'm interested because um, I think that I've taken for granted having like fairly good skin for mm-hmm. most of my life, and I've all, and I also very much attribute that to my 
my mother and my grandmother. But what's different between my mother and my grandmother and me is I wear makeup mm. and I have for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't wear like a ton. It's still a very natural look. But my mom, like literally, her routine is washing her face with water at the end of the night. You know yes, what I mean? That was the go-to. To my grandmother. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, my skin isn't necessarily going to look as great as theirs when I'm their age unless I do some things differently. And as you know, I went to um, Well Summit this past mm. year. Mm-hmm. That clean beauty panel that they had where the women on the panel who represented different brands that are non-toxic and fair trade and organic spoke about the the fact that like the clean beauty industry or excuse me the beauty industry and the skincare industry is like so unregulated and oftentimes literally putting stuff on our skin that causes cancer that is awful or that causes um, skin issues like that was crazy to me and so I just got a lot more passionate about exploring more clean beauty non-toxic options for my skin and so that's why I'm excited to talk with Sarah today so. and it's also um, aligned with what we want to do with our lives in terms yes. of like just a plant-based everything. Yes. Um, so I'm definitely here for Sarad giving me <laughs> this lace up yes. about this skin, yes. these skin products. So let's let's dive into it. Yes, Sarad, hi. Hello, ladies. How are you? Wonderful. Marvelous. Oh, that's so great to hear. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. We are so excited. And now you know a little bit more about why we were so excited to have you on the show. I can't wait to to dive in and to let you ladies know, give you some information, some insight. Yes. So let's just start with, you know, you sharing with our listeners, because we know all about you. We've been reading your pieces on Refinery29. Vogue. Yep, Vogue. Like, we also have been so blessed to hear from you twice in our online publication, OM, about ways to maintain your glow and have clean beauty rituals just straight from, you know, the kitchen to your face. So why don't you share, though, a little bit about yourself and and what you're up to in, um, in terms of skincare and beauty. Awesome. Yeah. So I, as you mentioned, am a writer. Um, I write about beauty, particularly about um, black beauty culture. So the things that, you know, I think women of color are interested in, whether that be skincare, which is one of my passions or the latest apps. Um, one of the other interests I have is really about wellness. Um, you know, how what you put into your body really affects your skin. I think a lot of people don't even realize that, you know, your skin is your body's largest organ. So, you know, you really want to approach skincare as you would the rest of your body. So that's something I'm definitely interested in, like, to write about and explore and really educate people on, um, you know, taking a more holistic approach when it comes to your skincare. Right. That's great. That's great. So what first intrigued you to get into this realm of writing about beauty and writing about skincare? So, I mean, I have always had a passion for beauty. I think I was always, as a child, even as a young kid, um, I was more attracted to skincare than to necessarily makeup. I remember um, when we would all go to the the mall when we were teenagers, I would kind of gravitate towards the kind of skincare counter as opposed to the mat counter. Um, So I think I've always just had a passion there. But I think last year I was um, kind of exploring how I could get into the beauty industry. I hadn't really worked in the industry before, had never really written before, which is, you know, something I really tell people that if you have a passion to do anything, you should definitely try to explore it. But um, I had, again, never really had experience writing before. And I just was took some time at the beginning of last year to really reflect about how I could use, you know, some of the talents that I had and 
was really in this place of confusion. So I spent some time, like I said, kind of reflecting. And during that time, I think God really spoke to me. And I pitched an article on a whim, again, not having much experience or really any experience. And it got picked up. So uh, Racked post, posted one of my articles about um, how women of color can use Korean beauty, which is something that I had always, again, had an interest in. Um, and putting in that angle of uh, women of color. So something, of course, I know a lot about being a woman of color, but um, really wanted to explore how we could use this skincare regimen that had become really, really popular. So I pitched an article and then from there, it kind of just snowballed. Um, after that article got picked up, it was easier to kind of pitch um, other stories that I had. So yeah, that's how I kind of got into writing about beauty. And since then, like you mentioned earlier, I've written for a bunch of different websites. Um, again, about skincare and about, you know, this whole holistic and wellness approach to, um, to, to your skin and getting that glow that everybody wants. Well, let me tell you, okay, I am so happy that you decided to write because I really enjoy your articles. Anytime I see that you've posted one, I'm like, let me go get my notepad because I'm taking notes. Seriously, I mean, I'm like, this girl is an expert when it comes to skin, and I really want to know what can I do to uh, maintain my glow. So thank you, Sarah, for what you do and, you know, how you inspire black women. Oh, thank you. I mean, I think it's so important and Oftentimes we don't see articles that, you know, necessarily speak to us. Our, our skin is, is different. I mean, we, as we, as women of color that have a deeper skin tone, not all these same skincare products are going to work for us that, you know, are typically written about. So I really like to uncover those brands, particularly brands that are founded by people of color. Um, it's something mm -hmm. that I've really become passionate about and connecting with those entrepreneurs and connecting with those dermatologists that really understand our skin, our skin and our skin needs. Um, because, you know, we, we want to know. We are buying these products, and we may not, we just don't have the information. The information isn't out there. So I'm glad that I can, you know, be a resource and put um, everything that I'm learning out there. And you are such a resource. Yes. Like, you're an amazing resource. And I think that I'm really glad that we got to hear more about your why and your purpose behind getting into it, because it very much is along the same um, kind of uh, wavelength as both Dion and I with the work that we're doing both individually and collectively so this um, idea of not necessarily having like an enormous amount of knowledge in our fields right like mm -hmm. a lot of people are surprised to learn that that um, Dion has been shooting only for a few years you know yeah like and, right and like for me like you know I'm by no means like a yoga expert or an editorial expert or whatever, but you learn as you go. And I think that that's always an inspiring story, especially for other women who are aspirational, who have like big right. dreams, but don't necessarily have like an entrepreneurship background yeah. or like all the connections or all the knowledge in the world. So thanks for sharing that aspect of your story with us. Of course. Yeah. And I, again, I really, anytime someone comes up to me and they're like, you know, how did you get started? you know, I want to write, I tell them to write because I think our voices are really needed. And, you know, the more we can have diverse opinions and diverse voices on the internet or, you know, anywhere, um, we just, it just becomes richer and it becomes more rewarding for everyone. So I really encourage anyone, if you have a little bit of an inkling that you want to write, you just go for it. Absolutely. Hmm. Exactly. Well, let's get into these questions. Yes. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> okay. So I'm so intrigued about your own personal skincare routine. And I ask this knowing that what you share may not be applicable to all. So I'd love to also know about like what your skin type is, you know, and specifically talking about your face. Like, 
are you no- normal? Are you oily? Are you in between? And like, what do you use? It doesn't have to be products even, but like any DIY suggestions you have as well. And one more thing to keep in mind. <laughs> I want to know if you've always had gorgeous skin or if you dealt with some skin issues and then you got to this point where, you know, you kind of got it under control and now your skin is popping. So all of that. Yes. I'm excited to know what you're going to say. <laughs> We're taking notes. Yes. <laughs> Um, So I definitely have dry, I've always had dry skin, um, but as I've gotten older, my skin has definitely changed a bit and I've started to become dry combinations. So I get a little oily in my T-zone, a little bit, you know, on my cheeks during the day. Um, So that's something that I definitely have had to kind of switch up my skincare routine because I am an absolute lover of serums and oils, but like I said, as I've gotten a little bit more oily over the years, I've had to kind of tone that down and switch it up a little bit. So, Dion, as you mentioned earlier, that your skin your skin can change over time. It definitely can. Um, so that's something that, you know, I've, I've dealt with and am dealing with and kind of learning, um, you know, how my skin has changed. So mm. things that I'm really into, um, like I mentioned earlier, is definitely being conscious of what you're putting into your body. So I, you know, eat a pretty clean diet, try to stay away from sugar as much as possible can get hard sometimes, but, um, stay away from sugar. I really stay away from dairy last year. I cut it out because I noticed that I was, my skin was becoming very inflamed. I literally would wake up with a pimple or kind of a breakout after I would eat, um, any type of dairy. So I cut that out last year. And my biggest thing is I definitely make sure that I drink a lot of water. So I read (laughs) some crazy, um, stat or, I think a few years ago that Gabrielle Union, who literally is eating backwards, drinks a gallon (laughs) of water a day. And so I made it my mission to drink a gallon of water a day. So I literally always have a huge, like the 1.5 liter of Essentia water with me. And I just fill that up. It's like four of those a day. So wow. And you pee all the time, right? (laughs) You do go to the bathroom quite a bit, but (laughs) once your body becomes, you know, accustomed to drinking that much water, you Mm -hmm. notice the difference in your skin and how you feel. You literally feel dehydrated after, you know, a few hours when you're not drinking a lot of water. So those are (laughs) definitely things that I've, um, do from a whole, like a wellness standpoint. Um, but as far as products, I am a product junkie for sure. Um, (laughs) I, I test and try a lot of products, but, um, one thing that I am adamant about, and I think a lot of women of color don't necessarily even think about is sunscreen. The sun Mm -hmm. is the number one way that our skin ages and we have to wear sunscreen, no matter if you have a deep complexion like I have, or you are, you know, on the fairer side, the melanin, you know, I hear all the time that, you know, just because I have melanin, the melanin in my skin is going to protect me that I don't need to wear it. But um, the melanin in your skin only determines how long you're protected. And even the deepest complexion is only, um, you know, protected up to 20 minutes. So that's literally you walking from the subway or walking a few blocks. So everyone needs to wear sunscreen. You can, you know, and there's really no excuse. You can, you know, get a foundation or a tinted moisturizer that has an SPF. I have a um, moisturizer, I mean, a moisturizer that I like to use that has an SPF in it. And I know it can be tricky sometimes navigating for women of color, um, finding a sunscreen that blends well, but there are lots of different options and I can send those over your way if you guys want, but um, please do resource list. Yes. (laughs) I'm happy to send over uh, links that definitely blend well, but there's a brand that was founded actually by Frank Ocean's mom. Um, it's Unsun. Yes. Yes. Yes, It's called Unsun. Um, and her name is, it's called what? The name of the brand is Unsun Cosmetics. 
and it is a sunscreen that has a tint to it, but it actually blends into deeper complexion. So that is one of mine. And like I said, I like to support women, women founded brands and women of color founded, you know, founded by women of color. So um, that's a great one. Um, and then as far as any other products, I really, like I said, because I, I've had dry skin, um, I really love a good serum. So anything that um, is super hydrating, again, it, it's going to soak into your skin. So I like to wear serums a lot. Um, and then I am also pretty adamant about an eye cream and all of these things like you can go super high end, which I've tried, but, you know, going to Whole Foods, which has a great beauty section and you can trust a lot of the, that the products are like, as you mentioned, clean and don't have, um, you know, some of those chemicals that you want to stay away from um, is a great place to buy. And even Trader Joe's, you can find great oils there and mix them up yourself. So even if you want to be kind of budget conscious when it comes to your skincare routine, you definitely can uh, check out Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. This episode is sponsored by Mented Cosmetics. Mented, short for pigmented, is an upscale beauty line launching with six gorgeous nude lip shades made specifically for black and brown beauties. We love Mented. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed. It's vegan. It's cruelty-free. It feels good on the lips. It does feel great on the lips. And it's owned by two black women from Harvard who graduated from Harvard. Like... It doesn't get better than that. Like, this is really a dope line. It is. So we are so excited to share with you that they are letting the BGIO audience try their lipsticks um, at 10% off. Use the code BGIO. It's limited to one email order. So hurry over there and get your life. Get, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was wondering what are your um, thoughts on masking because Deanna and myself have really recently gotten really obsessed along with like six of our girlfriends. Like <laughs> we brought the Black Girl Home Chicago team there. Like I I took my mom and my sister there, but it's this place called Scratch Goods in Chicago and. Um, we are just natural like ambassadors of the yes. brand, quite honestly, um, because what's not to love about it? It's mm -hmm. um, a small business. It's owned by a woman and all of their ingredients are plant based. And so yes. um, we just got really intrigued by this idea. Right. Like because when sometimes you buy um, a skincare product from the store, it'll tell you what its benefits are. But you look on the back and because of the nature of the beauty industry, it doesn't even legally have to tell you all of what's in it. It can even tell you a portion of it. And so there's this idea of just like getting our 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 entire like nourishment from the earth you know and mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering your stance on like plant-based skin skincare products versus non-plant-based skincare products are you like you know only plant-based girl or are you like open to it all and like yeah what's, that's a great question you know what are your thoughts right yeah so i mean i definitely love plant-based products. I try to keep my beauty routine as clean as possible. There are definitely brands that I love. Herbivore Botanicals is a great one. Um, there are a few from Whole Foods that I really love that are really clean. And I mean, you could, you literally know exactly what's in your products. There's also a great brand from um, Copenhagen that I, I went and met the owner last year that not only are the products 
um, super clean, but they're also really fresh. Every product comes with an expiration date, so you know exactly how long you should be using the product. Because as you mentioned, there are a lot of things that the beauty industry puts into products so that they're shelf stable. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, when you pick up a beauty product off the shelf, you don't really know how long it's been sitting there. That is um, so which true. Can, can be a little scary when you think about it. Um, so, so yeah, I definitely am a fan of using plant-based products and like you said, using them fresh. So if you can go anywhere to get them made, um, that is amazing. But that being said, I, you know, I can't say that I'm just like living this earthy, crunchy beauty life. I am <laughs> a huge fan of acids and using peels. So I definitely do use chemicals in my skincare routine. There is this product P50, which is by, I'm not even going to say it because I'll butcher the name, but it's this French brand <laughs> that I adore. It literally has transformed my skin. Um, but it's a chemical and it's you know, in acid. So I, I definitely do use um, chemicals in my beauty routine. But mm -hmm. when I can, when it comes to especially something that's going to go under the eyes or on the lips, um, I definitely try to keep that plant-based. And also makeup. Um, I've recently gotten into this whole kind of plant-based, being more conscious of the beauty products, not just skincare, but makeup products that I use as well. So um, right. I try to I try to pepper them in and and slowly transitioning, but I I, I don't want to lie and say that you know I only use the plant based products. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. We yeah. are like researching right now. Like all the things you said, like I've, <laughs> I have like four tabs up, and I'm just googling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. I will, like I said, I'll send over links. Whatever I mention, I'll make sure to write them down and send you guys links. Great. So we have another question. Um, I know I'm always trying to cook up some concoction at home um, for my skin with like lemons and <laughs> Lauren's I'm like laughing up. because <laughs> because since we've been traveling more lately, of course we see each other. She puts honey on her face every morning. It's great. Yeah, it's super hydrating. It is super hydrating. I really love it. But I want to know from you, the skin expert, um, what are your favorite DIYs at home skincare suggestions, if you do any? Like, let's say, like, for some reason, all the beauty stores and skincare stores, right. like, burn to the Good ground scenario. tomorrow. Good scenario. What would you make? <laughs> Ooh, I would definitely, I mean, if I have some laying around, definitely some type of rose oil. I love rose. It's one of my, it's super hydrating. So I would find some type of, like, rose hip oil if that's the only thing I can use. Um, I know a lot of people love to use coconut oil, but for me, it's super heavy to use on the face. Um, so I would definitely use a lighter oil, like a rose oil or an argan oil. I like to make scrubs because exfoliation mm -hmm. is super key. Um, mm -hmm. That's how you can get whiteheads and blackheads is when your skin, you know, you're not exfoliating all of that dead skin and taking it off your face. So I would definitely mix up some type of sugar, lemony scrub that, um, that mm -hmm. I would use on the daily if I, if I couldn't use any of, my, any of my beauty products that I have on my shelf. So keeping your skin hydrated and exfoliating are, are two key things that I would continue to do. How often should you exfoliate during the week? So it really just going to depend on your skin. So there's actually two, well, three types, but two main types of exfoliation. There's going to be the, the manual type of exfoliant, which is what most people think of. So that apricot scrub or even a sugar scrub is going to manually exfoliate any of that dead skin off um, that's sitting on top of your skin. But then mm -hmm. there's also a chemical exfoliant. So it comes in the form of a liquid. It can be an AHA, a, a, AHA or BHA um, exfoliant. And um, there are different products out there that will then not only just eat that, you know, take a slough away that dead skin, but also go into your pores and take out mm. any of the gunk, that dead skin that's sitting in there. Um, wow. So 
I would recommend using a manual exfoliant. Again, depends on how sensitive your skin is. One to two times a week. I mean, I've kind of built it up. I can maybe do it three times. It really just is going to depend on your skin. But at least once a week, you want to use some type of a manual exfoliant. And then when it comes to a chemical exfoliant, um, again, it depends on how sensitive your skin are. I know some people can't even really use um, kind of chemicals or acids. Um, but again, I'm, I'm a huge fan. So I try to use it, you know, at least once or twice a week. Um, wow. So you have a you have a really uh, like it sounds like intimate relationship with your skin, which is amazing. Right. So as you're talking, like I feel like again in the past like several months, I've gotten a lot more conscious about my skin. But I'm still sitting here like, wait, what? Twice I know, a week, three I... times a week. <laughs> so for those of us who are maybe like new to this but want to start practicing it, like how do you establish a skincare ritual? Like yes. how do you go from all right, I have these products or I have these oils or serums. Now I'm actually going to use it because sometimes I'll buy something. It'll like sit like I have stuff that I got from Well Summit, like great stuff that I got from Well Summit last year that is still just sitting in my cabinet. And it might actually expired now. But like how do you establish a skincare ritual? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I really just like to think about it as my me time. You know, you're stressed out all the time. I'm running and ripping all over all over the city. I've got so much to do. But it's like I want to take these 10 to 15 minutes, which can sound like a lot to you know us who are super busy but it's those 10 15 minutes that you get to really spend for yourself after a long day when I'm stressed I, like my skincare routine has become something that I really look forward to something that really mm -hmm. makes me feel calm and centered and balanced I like to do my affirmations while I do my skincare routine so Beautiful. yeah Beautiful. so it really can just become an extension of you know a way that you self-care so again I come home after a long day, throw on some tunes, light a candle or light up Palo Alto stick, uh, Palo Santo stick, and really go in the bathroom and just take care of me. You know, take off my makeup, take off the dirt and grime from the day, put on some oil or do a mask. You know, even if you have five minutes, sometimes you, it says to put it on for 10 to 15. But, you know, if you have five minutes, that's all you've got. You put on a mask, maybe read a little in between, and then you wipe it off and put on your serums and creams again. It really has just become this form of like really taking care of myself um, that I've come to look forward to. And I think when you think about it like that, um, it can be a little bit easier and a little less daunting than think of it as this, oh my God, I have to do all these crazy steps. And that's another thing I always tell people is like, you have to accommodate what works great for you. I mean, one of the reasons that I have so many steps is because it is a part of my job and I'm usually testing things for articles. Right. But if you've only got time to do a five-minute routine or a three-minute routine, I mean, you have to do what, what works for you um, because consistency is really what's going to be key um, to helping you maintain that, you know, glowing, beautiful skin. Right. Thank you for that. Okay. So I have, obviously, I have all the questions today. <laughs> um, I want to talk about dark marks because, you know, like after acne is gone, you're like, yes, Lord. And then you're like, oh, I got to deal with these disgusting dark marks on my face. Like, what do you recommend women do to um, fade those disgusting things? Yes. And this is something that um, <laughs> I think women of color deal with more, more than, you know, people that have a lighter skin tone is our skin is going to... Um, kind of leave those dark marks behind because of the melanin in our skin and the way that it clusters after, um, you know, we have acne or we have some type of scarring on our skin. Um, so it's definitely something that, you know, we deal with quite a bit. So I think the exfoliation definitely can help. 
Um, again, that is going to help to break up the melanin in the melanin clusters on your skin, which is what forms those dark marks. Um, and then using sunscreen. Sunscreen is going to help those dark marks not get any darker um, because when it's exposed to the sun, um, it's going to just become darker. So I would definitely use sunscreen, um, exfoliate. Um, there are lots of, you know, different types of products out there. Again, you know, they're going to tend to be chemically based that are going to help to, again, you're trying to break up that melanin in this, that melanin cluster in the skin so that it, the appearance of the dark mark fades a bit. Um, mm -hmm. but also, you know, again, I, I always recommend, or I always tell people that, you know, once you've, exhausted the options at home again you know using exfoliants using masks using any of those products that um, promise to break up the melanin I, I i really tell everyone that they should have a dermatologist um you know those are the true experts um and i think again a lot of women of color maybe just my friends and myself i had never really visited a dermatologist before but those are the true experts and they're going to be able to really assess and see what um what you should really be doing um and whether that maybe is doing some kind of lasers or, you know, something that's a little bit more um, intense and rigorous. But after you've, you know, exhausted your options at home, I would definitely recommend everyone, even if you don't have any dark marks, everyone should go see a dermatologist. Right. I totally agree with that. Um, what about facials? Do you ever get those? Like, I know some people who go like once a week and I'm like, oh, my God, I wish, but I definitely cannot, can't afford it. Um, but how do you feel about facials and estheticians and things like that? I love facials. <clears throat> I love facials. <laughs> I think they are, again, but for me, it's a form of relaxing. It's like getting a massage, you know, or getting a pedicure and a manicure. So I definitely love a good facial. Um, but I went to a, a visit of an esthetician, I mean, sorry, a dermatologist recently, Dr. Charles Carlos, who has a practice in New York that is that specializes in um, deeper skin tones. And he told mm -hmm. me that, you know, I was always under the impression that the esthetician is like this great healer. They can, you know, they really understand skin and not that they don't, um, but he was just kind of like, you know, facials are just something that are nice to have. Um, they're not gonna really necessarily do anything serious for your skin in terms of um, making it, if you have, if you have any type of issues, so such as acne or dark spots, an esthetician isn't really going to be able to understand necessarily how to help you with those, um, mm. those issues as much as a dermatologist. So I think facials are great because they're relaxing and they're nice and they make you right. feel great. But if you have any type of serious skin concerns, I would definitely recommend going to see a dermatologist as opposed to an esthetician. But I love a good love facial. That. Thank you for clarifying that because I didn't have any idea what I was just, I hear esthetician. Yay for estheticians. <laughs> <laughs> that was real Texas. Uh, <laughs> I hear about estheticians and then dermatologists, and I'm like, I really don't know the difference. So mm -hmm. thank you for um, clarifying that. And um, do you have any, like, vitamins that you would suggest for people who deal with hormonal acne or, um, you know, just skin issues? Yeah. So <laughs> there was a time. I mean, I'm not taking anything right now, um, but for a while I was obsessed with taking – um, cod liver oil. Um, mm. you know, you hear that like your grandmother or your mom, they were crazy. Right. They would always tell you to like drink a spoonful of cod liver oil. My grandma did make me and it was nasty. <laughs> it, okay. it was. It's not the best tasting, but I found a, a, a lemon version that actually isn't that bad. Um, mm. so I was doing that for a while. I actually read, um, Ashley Weatherford from The Cut, 
um, she used to have a blog and she said that she took it and that her, her skin, yeah, that her skin was glowing. So of course I was like, I got to try and see if it was, you know, if it was true or not. So I was doing it for a while. My skin looked great. So I would, you know, if you're looking for something that kind of help you, um, you know, enhance that glow or get that glow, I definitely would recommend um, taking cod liver oil or, you know, taking it daily. Um, and then I was also taking collagen for a while. I had read, again, this is all research that I was doing for an article. I had read that, you know, obviously collagen is what is in your skin, which is help, which helps it make elastic and bouncy and gives you that kind of baby um, tight looking skin. Yes. So I wanted to see if, you know, if I drank it, what would happen? And I, I think it was, you know, I think it worked. I think that the thing about skincare too, um, and why a lot of people get frustrated, particularly if your skin is okay and, you know, you don't have any jarring concerns is because you're not going to see any drastic change, you know, your skin's mm -hmm. probably going to stay pretty much the same again, unless you have um, a crazy skin issue. So people get frustrated and they're like, Oh, I don't need it anymore. You know, my skin looks fine. So, and I'm guilty of that as well. So I was taking the collagen for a while. I was like, Oh, I didn't really see a difference, but apparently a lot of people, you know, they say that the collagen really makes a difference. So, um, yeah, those are a few of the kind of supplements that I've, I've taken in the past. And there's all types of like beauty elixirs that, you know, promise to heal the skin from the inside out. I've taken a bunch of them, haven't noticed a dr drastic difference. But I would just really recommend, you know, eating healthy, eating lots of greens, lots right. of kale, lots of spinach, mm -hmm. um, you know, and eating fruits and veggies. And, you know, those are the type of things, kind of holistic, natural um, supplements I like to take. From the inside out. That's so key. Uh, it's, it's, it's really key. And that is, um, you know, I think something, again, a lot of people forget is that you got to treat, treat your skin the way you would the rest of your body. Your skin is going to manifest anything that's really going on in the rest of yes. your body. So when you're yeah. having a breakout or you're, you know, having skin issues, a lot of times it's an indication that something on the inside isn't really working, mm, um, right. working properly. So instead of trying to hide and mask that, it's kind of, you know, taking a step back to think about, you know, what else can I change in my diet? sleeping, stress, all of mm. those things that we don't really, you know, equate to your skin are mm. going to show up right on your face. So when you are stressed out and you get a stress pimple, that is so real. Whew. Yeah. I I mean, I think that people forget the skin is the, the largest organ of the body and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's on the outside. And so we just kind of treat it every type of way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for those reminders. Um, I was also wondering you know, we hear about like really trendy things all the time. So like activated charcoal has been trendy recently. Yes, that's true. Um, like putting green juices on your face has been trendy recently. Those like Korean masks that you take out of the little packet are really trendy. Like what's your favorite current skincare beauty trend um, that actually for you has worked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I love a good, I love a good mask. I love a good sheet mask. I went to Korea last year. I literally came back with a suitcase full of like <laughs> craziest masks, like escargot masks, wine masks, oh, wow. gold masks. I mean, Korea, South Korea is eons ahead of, you know, any trend that we have here. So mm. they had some crazy things, but I love a good mask. Again, I think it's because I've, you know, I've had traditionally had drier skin so any way that I can you know put some moisture or hydration into my skin mm -hmm. I you know I'm all for it um in terms of other crazy trends I mean I think the craziest well you said ones that work 
Yeah. But tell us, <laughs> but now I'm so intrigued. I know. Tell Honestly, us like taking pay. those beauty elixirs was pretty crazy. I was like taking all of these powders and supplements for a while. Um, yeah, there are like all these companies that have gummy bears and have juices and powders. And again, I didn't really see a difference, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm pretty down to try anything in the name of <laughs> glowing skin. Oh, actually another type of mask that I've tried or a kind of treatment that I've tried is getting a microcurrent facial. So they literally like wand um, electric currents over your face. It sounds a lot scarier than it is. Um, It's not painful Mm. at all, but literally my skin was so tight and like it literally, it felt so great and looked like I had a a mini facelift after. Oh my gosh. But those are kind of pricey and, you know, I only recommend if you're like going out or, you know, have a big occasion coming up, but that was probably the other craziest (laughs) uh, thing I tried that actually worked. That's amazing. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us and with our listeners? You know, there's a lot of questions obviously floating around. We tried to get to a lot of them, but is there anything else that you think needs to be said? I mean, I think just, you know, take take care of your skin as you would the rest of your body where you've only got one face and it has to last us (laughs) our entire lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you mentioned earlier, we, we hear a lot that, you know, black doesn't crack. We age really well, which helps us. But particularly as you start to get on the other side of your late 20s and, you know, in your early 30s, you really want to be proactive because that's the best type of skincare routine to have. You know, you don't want to be, you know, when when the wrinkles do appear or whatever your skincare cons- major concern is when it happens to be trying to fight it. It's like take care of your skin and you know, be proactive so that you don't have to spend, you know, money doing Botox or whatever else um, you may have to do down the line. I'm glad you mentioned that, too. Lauren and I were actually listening to a podcast um, yesterday, and they were saying that we are exposed to a lot of more hormones than, like, our mothers and grandmothers. So, like, we're just eating completely wrong, which obviously affects your skin, you know, when you're not eating food that grows out of the ground and things like that. So, yes, we do, we do age gracefully, but, I mean, what we're exposed to and what they were exposed to is completely different. Yes, it said something, um, and this was a, this was a doctor speaking. Um, I'll link to her name in our podcast description because I can't remember right now. But we apparently are exposed to more um, chemicals yeah. in a month than our grandparents were in their entire lives. I know. It was freaking, it was freaky. So, and stress you know I think people underestimate how much stress environmental stressors literal stress like you know literal stress um, it all plays a part on our body and on our skin and yeah we're, we're living in a different time so you just definitely want to be proactive when it comes to your skincare routine and mindful yes mindfulness in all we do yes thank you so much we are I mean this we just we're gonna have more <laughs> questions for you i'm certain. absolutely so we may have you back on the show in the future but we're absolutely gonna pull you in for a twitter chat later on this year to mm-hmm, talk about skin mm-hmm. um basically you can't escape black girl and home girl stick around yeah, i'm more than happy i cannot wait sounds amazing yeah we can't wait because boy's gonna be flying to you girl what's this what's that <laughs> But thank you so, so much. And we will look forward to talking to you real soon. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. 
Um, hey guys, so to stay in tune with Lauren and I and Black Girl and Elm, you can follow Lauren at what's your Twitter? Hello, Lauren Ash. Yeah, hello, Lauren Ash. And you can follow me at Dion Ivory, not Dune Ivory. Dion Ivory. <laughs> Woo! D E U N Ivory. And uh, for Black Girl and Ohm, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Black Girl and Ohm. Check us out on um, our website. Go to blackgirlandom.com. Thank you. Special thank you to our producers at Post Loudness. You know, there are so many great stories that people of color, women, and queer folks want to tell, but they don't have a place to share them. Post Loudness wants to create a community of unique voices and audio, and they've done a pretty great job so far. For more Post Loudness um, audio shows, check out postloudness.com. And a special shout out to the Post Loudness co-founders who help make our show sound amazing. Mm -hmm. Cher Vincent, Alex Cox, and James. T. Green. Thank you also to Peter Espenson and Khalid B for the fleeky music throughout the show. Don't forget to breathe easy. And for website um, material, you can go to www.blackgirlandhome.org. Why are you laughing? I didn't even finish my statement. Dang. Woo. Here we go. WWW. I know. Why do I do that? I think because I hear it so often. www.pbs.com. Okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>